Good evening, everybody. We are taking time each month to, uh, at these meetings, think about descriptions of God. And so we come tonight to God who is my shield. Now, although a shield is quite a familiar thing, it's probably quite unfamiliar as well, because it's not something we have a lot of contact with in our real lives. Perhaps we're only familiar with it through books or films and stuff like that. That is probably until a few weeks ago, and the, you'll have seen in the news the terrible terrorist attacks in Paris and There were some fierce gun battles over the weekend, and into the Tuesday following the Friday attacks, the fiercest part of the battle took place. Uh, And at that point, there were some striking images that came out the next day of riot police with their shields filled with bullet holes, which had saved them from absolute certain death in in this thing. And I I think it brought the the idea of a shield home to us in a kind of real way. And this image of God as a shield is used in the Bible in lots of places. And we're going to look at just one. Um, And it is in this verse, Psalm 28, verse 7. And uh, I'm going to get you to turn your Bibles to that psalm. It's on page 557 of your church red Bibles. Psalm 28, verse 7. It says this, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. So let's read the whole psalm together if you've got that in front of you. Let's read that. Psalm 28. To you I call, O Lord my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you remain silent, I will be like those who've gone down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, as I lift up my hands towards your most holy place. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil. You speak cordially with their neighbors, but harbor malice in their hearts. Repay them for their deeds and for their evil work. Repay them for what their hands have done and bring upon them what they deserve. Since they show no regard for the works of the Lord and what his hands have done, he will tear them down and never build them up again. And then the change. Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. The Lord is the strength of his people a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Our focus tonight is God as our shield. And this psalm is a prayer for protection in the midst of conflict. And I want to just highlight two things that we can take from this psalm uh, that we can use as a focus for our prayers going forward. The first is this, that those who pray are protected. Those who pray are protected. In this psalm, David is on the defensive. It doesn't, it doesn't take much to see it. He's got a, a kind of shopping list of woes. He says to God in verse 1, if you remain silent. He's been feeling isolated for a while. He says, God, you're remaining silent. He's been silent already. Uh, and he's, he's feeling that. He worries that God has turned a deaf ear to him there in verse 1 as well. Uh, and it says that he fears he will go down to the pit or the grave is the other word for that. And that's maybe talking about spiritual abandonment or disgrace at the hands of his enemies more than physical death. Um, he worries he's going to uh, end up with the same fate as the wicked in verse 3. And he calls for mercy, lifts up his hands before God in humility, uh, and calls for help in verse 2. So he's in trouble. And the answer comes in verse 6. Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord hears him. Uh, and then the result there in verse 7. The result of him hearing him is that the Lord is my strength and my shield. Because he's heard me, God is my shield, my defense in conflict, in the conflict of life. Now, 
it doesn't take a lot to translate that across to us now. Perhaps you're at school and you're feeling the pressure um, to act in a certain way, wear certain things, go certain places, do certain things, uh, say certain things you'd rather not to, and you're finding it hard to say no to those things. Or maybe you're getting a hard time because you've already said no to those things. Well, pray to the shield. Get protected. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're feeling isolated for holding unpopular views related to your Christian faith and you you feel a bit outdated and a bit on the fringes of your colleagues. Or maybe you're feeling pressured to to act in maybe a a slightly unethical way because the business is, is demanding it. Well, pray to the shield. Get protection from that. Maybe, and you wouldn't like to admit this out loud, maybe your kids are really annoying and, you know, no matter how much you love them, you just want to strangle them. Or maybe you're just absolutely at the end of your tether at home with your children. Pray to the shield, get protected in the conflict of life. And so, so the encouragement from this psalm is to pray because those who pray are protected and that's where our protection is found. God who is our shield. So I encourage you to find safety behind that protection. But then secondly, what do we do with this protection? So yeah, okay, those who pray are protected, but then what? Well, to answer that, we're going to look at another passage of conflict in the New Testament. I'm going to just read these words to you before I get you to turn to them. So they'll be familiar to you, but let me just read these out. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, Put on the full armor of God, standing firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So then what? Those who pray are protected. But secondly, those who are protected pray. We see in verse 7, if we go back to our psalm, if you've still got your finger there, just have a look at verse 7 again. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. So the, the Lord is, is David's defensive shield, but also his active strength. He doesn't stay behind the shield. He moves forward with active strength. And like those Paris police, yeah, those, those shields saved them from certain death, riddled with bullets, but they didn't stay behind the shields and wait. They moved forward using that shield for protection and moved forward boldly to win the battle. And so what do we see David doing here? Well, see verse 8 and 9. He prays for his people. So having received that protection in the midst of his conflict, he prays for his people. Verse 9, save your people, bless your inheritance, be their shepherd, carry them forever. And we see this again in in Ephesians. So we'll turn to Ephesians 6, if you've got that. uh, See if you can find that in your Bibles. That's 1177 in your Bibles. Ephesians chapter 6. And I'm just going to read from verse 17. So he describes the, uh, the armor of God there. And then verse 17, the last few bits. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So we're fully protected. End of verse 17, we've got this full armor on. We're ready to go. What do we do? Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me, that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So we pray for protection, and then we pray. 
our confidence in prayer comes from being protected. It comes from God, our shield. That is the confidence we have in prayer. We get protected and we pray. And for Christians, this armor, this shield, is more than a conflict, more than a help in the conflicts that we're facing in life. As Christians, we've been protected from the eternal judgment by Christ's death on our behalf. Christ himself was our shield. As he cried out on the cross, why have you forsaken me? He was our shield. And having been saved by Christ our shield, we put on the armor of God that God provides for his children. The permanent features, we've got the belt, the breastplate, the shoes, and then we take up the shield. We take it up, you pick it up. You don't wear that. So we get protected from the flaming arrows and then we pray. So we go from being on the defensive to being on the offensive. We go from the back foot to the front foot. Paul in verse 19 there, he's asking for prayer as he proclaims the gospel fearlessly. You might think, oh yeah, Paul, you know, he had to he had to do those big evangelistic sermons in Rome and you know all those big Sunday services that he was doing. Remember, he's in prison here. He's chained to four guards 24 hours a day. So when he's asking for protection and prayer, he's 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 saying, pray for me as I proclaim the gospel where I am in my daily life. It's nothing fancy. He's trained chained to four guards. So if you're under pressure at school then yeah, pray for protection. But pray also that you would have the boldness to live authentically for Christ. That you would live with maturity and confidence as you display your Christian faith to your friends, even at a young age. If you're at work, then yeah, pray for protection. But pray also that you will stand up under that isolation. That you will claim Christ with pride, putting his kingdom first eh, and his righteousness above worldly ambitions. And of course, parents pray for patience and endurance in the weariness of parenting. But pray also that your patience and endurance will display Christ to your kids in such a way that they're drawn to the gospel by the way that you live. So those who pray are protected. Get protected from the conflict of life. Take up that shield. Find protection behind it. But then those who are protected, pray. Don't just stand there. Pray, pray for boldness to go, proclaim the good news, use the shield and live for Christ day by day, uh, displaying his glory to the nations. And that's the call of this psalm. So we're going to turn to prayer now. So uh, we're going to go into small groups. I encourage you to find groups, maybe five or six, just in those around you and pray about some of these things. If you're feeling that you're in need of protection, then pray for that. Be encouraged by your brothers and sisters. Say a hearty amen to encourage those who need protection. If you feel protected, then pray for boldness to go. Uh, and so we're going to spend how long? About seven minutes praying. So uh, get into your wee groups. Pray for protection. Those who pray are protected. Those who are protected